Slag Guy. Hello and welcome to Slag Guy Podcast with me, Dave Elliott. We're back again in the lockdown cave once again. Hopefully things will change soon. We'll be able to get back in the studio because I, for one, am sick of looking at my face like this. I'm sure a lot of people watching on the YouTube channel are probably going, oh no, it's him again. And it's not as good quality as it is in the studio, blah, blah, blah. I feel you. So to try and address that, I, I bought a new microphone. So hopefully now this new mic will make my voice sound nicer. So if you're listening to me in your earphones, you're like, oh, that sounds very sexy, Dave. I like that you've invested a little bit in the quality of the podcast. Now, people are probably going to go, oh, that's just because, you know, during lockdown, he needs to up his quality. No, I'm sacking the snake rat as well. I'm making sure he's still in the streets and that's it. No, only joking, he's integral. But I've got a new mic, and I'm excited. Hopefully it sounds good. Hopefully um, it, it, it looks nice too, because again, that was a big problem when recording the podcast um, for, for video, was that I had this big old arm to get in the shot, and for a while I had like nuts and bolts just there or thereabouts. It didn't look very sweet. You could only see half of my face. It looked like a Terminator. This half was just all metal, and then the rest was, was just my handsome... Fat mush. So, hopefully, if you're listening um, on on the recording here, you're having a nice time. You like the sound. It sounds good. Now, again, I am not the producer of this podcast. I am merely the the, the star. I am merely the the gifted one, the chosen one of the podcast. I'm not the the techno the technology guy. That's Ben Snake Rat Ben Harbinson. He's the one who normally does that. So if it doesn't sound good, blame him. I tried my best. I bought new equipment and listen, I'm not a tech guy. I'm not a nerd. I have a life to live. It's fine. He's a nerd. I'm not whatever. But welcome to the podcast. Um hope everybody is doing well at the minute. I know it's it's probably quite boring the same old thing. Oh we're back in this setup again miserable. Yeah, it is it is what it is. But listen, we're trying to make the most of it. Um so I'm just uh, looking at my phone there because um, I'm recording this on a Sunday afternoon. My children aren't with me. They're in the cool chamber. I mean, the God, the cool bunker. But if you like Naughty's Rock, you know, cool chamber. But um, I just checked a mess from my dad because he's got the kids at the minute, my dad and mum. So I'm worried that, you know, if I get a text from him, I'm like, oh no, what are those two wee bastards doing? Because I know they're a nightmare. Unfortunately for me this week, my wife is sick and... I know a couple of weeks ago, um, I was giving off about her. I mean, fairly so, you know, justifiably. She was being a piece of shit a few weeks ago. She wouldn't let me have any hate on, you know, whatever else. She was bullying me. I said in the podcast, she shouted at me about that, whatever, that's fine. But with hindsight, I want to say, you know, the way some like DUP guys kind of like go like, you know, people get punished because it's God's will, you know, that happened to someone because God chose it to happen to them, she now has an ear infection, and I mean, I'm not saying that she deserved that for not letting me have the heat on, but you know, that's what a DUP or would say, so many respects, listen, she's got an ear infection, God love her, um, she's not feeling too good, and um, by that she's, she's been laid up in bed for the last couple of days, in a lot of pain, and um, hopefully she'll recover from that soon, because I have to look after the girls by myself, and it's not been fun, you know, I've got a a three-year-old and a four-month-old, and combined, you know, it sounds like um, a a band introducing himself on the X Factor, I'm a three-year-old, I'm a four-month-old, and together we are Jedward, you know, but 
Those two together are fucking nightmare. So big respect to anybody out there that may be a single parent or a sole custody of kids or whatever. Because it's fucking hard shift. I am fucking wrecked. I would one all day Saturday looking after them. And to be fair, they were both good girls. You know, that's half the battle. If they're behaving, you think, oh, thank God for that. If they're naughty, you're stumped. This morning, naughty. There were two bad girls. Thankfully, we are bubbled up with my my folks. So they're able to take them. So I said, listen, can you take these two cherubs for me? Because I am beyond the end of my tether. You know when you're that angry that you're not angry? You know when you get so cross, you're just like, <laughs> you're like a psycho. You're like, oh, hey, it's one of those days. It is what it is. You know, that's when it gets worrying. And it was this morning. They were both shits. My three-year-old was just repeating herself constantly. Daddy, daddy, I want porridge. You don't want porridge. You want, would you like me to bring you in some porridge? No, I don't want porridge. The other one was just lying on the ground screaming. And by the ground, I mean on her, on her change mat because, I mean, I'm not that bad. But just got to the point where I was like, oh no, I can't cope with this anymore. These guys are putting my head away. So thankfully they're at my parents. Then I get a text from my dad. I think to myself, oh no, what have they done? I'm going to have to go and get these fuckers. But thankfully, it's all under control. I think my dad just sent me a video of the baby just like lying on a mat, probably making some noise. You know what, maybe we'll uh, maybe have a look because she, she could be just aggressively crying. So let's make sure that I'm all right I'm doing this. Um, yeah, she's just playing with a rattle, as you can hear. Just uh, keeping busy. Happy days. Happy days. She's behaving, which means I can leave her there a bit longer. Happy days. That's great. So, yeah, I'm a little bit tired. You know, I'm a wee bit um, sort of... I'm a bit fatigued at the minute. You know, that's, that's the main thing. I'm a bit fatigued. And I spoke a lot last week about being a hike beast. And a lot of people got in touch to say, listen, we want to be on the hike beast train with you. And I said, listen, there's plenty of carriages out back. Hop on board. We'll go on the hike beast train together. So once I finish recording this podcast, I am going to collect my kids on foot. They're not going to be on foot. My car is at my folks, but I'm going to walk along the coast, walk along the uh, along the North Down Banger Coast, just basically to, to scout if there's any sea swimmers or anything, and then just take those guys out, and then you know, like a Russian spy, just take out all the sea swimmers, and then get my kids, drive them home, and then hopefully it'll be close to bedtime, and I get a break because. I I love working all week, and then having to look after the kids all weekend, and then working. It's great. It's what you want with life isn't it so i mean what is better so i'm gonna go get my steps in i'm hoping it'll probably be a lot of steps because it's down the way through bangor onto the coastal pass pass along the coastal path and then like hell's bay direction so i mean it'll be some decent steps but i'm looking forward to it. going to listen to some podcasts on the way around maybe some motivational music and just get the high knees up in the air just go for it have a great time and just enjoy enjoy a bit of me time you know just have some time to myself have some thinking time and um just look forward to it you know because i think it, obviously it's been this has been a tough old time and it's carrying on to march now and this week has been so shit well weather you know that's made it even more difficult See, when you're stuck at home with kids and you can't take them anywhere uh so anyone any parents out there big respect to you guys because it, it is challenging you know and again i'm just thinking hopefully things will be changing for the better soon 
we'll be able to get it at least hot weather. I was listening again. This is how you know you become an old, boring guy. I was listening to the weather last night intently to see what's going to be happening over the next couple of days. Because like, how can I plan on the kids? Then they're on being like, listen, there's going to be a cold Scandinavian storm wind coming in from the north and it's going to hit and it's like i'm going please go to the west please go to the west it's going to be hitting the east coast ah bollocks that's me so i'm like if we don't get the kids doing something as long as it doesn't rain ideally but if we don't get them doing something we're fucked because that's my life now my life is just a constant daily battle of exhausting children you know if i can just once my kids are awake get them tired enough to go to sleep that's all you want you know, they're like, what is parenting to you? And people are like, that's the greatest gift. The greatest gift ever is being able to get the fuckers to sleep. That's the greatest gift in the world. Like, see, I wish I was like some sort of Yuri Geller, David Copperfield motherfucker that could just go, Woo, and the kids would go to sleep, bingo. And that would be my life. Now, if I could get that skill and get them down, that'd be great. Now, my kids just don't sleep during the day. They just like to be awake all day and like to be entertained. You know, to be fair, they are mine. And that's a very... Um, me type thing. I I'd often describe myself as a dog, you know, and, oh, is he a big, dirty dog, big, dirty bastard? No, but like a dog as in dogs love attention. They all get excited to see people. They like cuddles. Well, that's me. Whereas my wife would be more like a cat. She just likes to do her own thing. Like, don't touch me, you fucking dirty bastard. You know, that sort of thing. So like I am, my kids are quite like me as in they just love attention all the time. My three-year-old is the funniest person I have ever met in my life and and being a comedian you meet some funny people but she just cracks me up says some ridiculous things again says some things that you go oh no I gotta stop using that word for example we were going out um again just today to leave her to, to my folks and I was getting her in the car and she was standing at the door she got her got her wee welly boots on her coat and everything she's standing at the door and she goes to me daddy open this bloody door and I went <laughs> trying not to laugh but I know fine well she's got that from me. Oops. So that was that. Now, the biggest mug off of all time she hit me with this morning. I was uh, in the shower, you know, get myself ready for the day. You're probably looking at this if you're watching on the YouTube, which, by the way, subscribe to the channel and you get to see all the all the uh, the videos of the podcast as well. You get to look at my beautiful face, which will be back in the studio, hopefully for March. But if not, listen, just enjoy it while I'm in my, in my dining room with my, old, my, my ye old Atlas map behind me. It's probably not an Atlas map because an Atlas is a book. It's just a map with a dickhead. But I was in the shower, getting myself ready. You know, so my beard is shaved. It's looking tidy. I was getting ready. I was in the shower, my own business. I'm all washed. My hair's washed. My beard's washed. A bit of conditioner in there, just letting the water beat down on me, all good, I think, I get out, mm, I need to tidy up with a bit of a shave, so I'm to have a shave, at this point, I'm like, I'm in the bathroom by myself, there's no one else there, I'm just naked, I'm standing there, minding my own business, shaving, my three-year-old comes in, and now it's awkward in and of itself, you're like, I don't want the kids to see me in the nip, it's still, you feel slightly weird, my three-year-old walks in and just looks directly at my pace and goes to me, you can see in her wee face, she was confused. She looks at us like, she goes, Daddy. And when she says, Daddy, with that sort of tone rising at the end, you know there's going to be a quick, Daddy. I said, yes, love. She goes, why is your twinkle grey? And I went, I mean, first of all, you have to acknowledge when somebody is accurate about something. And yes, now I'm at that age now where it's grey. You know, that happens. You reach a certain age, you know, the, the colour dies. 
You know, if I was to describe the color of it, you know, I would compare it to a turret at a an olden castle. Like not, you know, why castles can be like shone, shined up and made look real, real like modern and cool. It's like Dunluce Castle. It's, it's gray and there's a slight green hue to it as well. All right, it's had it's seen better days. It's a zombie deck. It used to be alive and it's dead now. All right, so I get that. That's fair. I go, yeah, and I mean, you don't have an answer. I just sort of said, oh, well, just, just, that's just the way it is, you know. Now, can you fuck off and let me shave in peace? Um, but that was fine. Grey, I acknowledge, say, fair point, well made, I get you. But here's where the question starts getting offensive, where I start going, oh, that makes me feel bad, is that um, she's obviously a little girl and. Whenever you have a little, a little girl, you don't want to be, you know, really calling their bits and bobs by whatever anatomical names are, because that's weird in my opinion. So if we nickname, so would her be bits, or, which he refers to it as, is her twinkle. So for her to come in and see me in the nip and think I have a twinkle, she thinks I have a vagina that's grey. That's a problem. You know, as a man, this area is called your manhood. So when you have a little girl who doesn't know how to, like, lie, you know, she just, she doesn't say... You shouldn't think about it. She says, which is like, she's just on catchphrase. You know, you say what you say if you say it's a hit, you know. So she's looking at it. There's no issue. She's just literally saying, like, if she sees a ball, oh, there's a ball. Oh, look, there's a train. Oh, look, there's a car. It's a cow. She sees what you see. So she walks into me, sees my pigs and thinks it's a vagina. That's a problem. That's a problem. So she's walking in going, that's, that, there's nothing. There's, that he doesn't, like, she doesn't go in and go, what's that, like, you know, looks, Daddy, is that a sausage? No, she walks in and thinks it's a vagina. Bad moment for me and my self-confidence. A bad moment. Thankfully, on the bright side, I've got a couple of kids. I'm married. I don't really need it anymore. Probably after that, I'm going to just go cut it off myself. You know, and just, I mean, it wouldn't take too much, obviously. But that was a moment when my three-year-old thinks, I am a woman, based on how small my penis is. That's how my day's been going, guys. So it's been, that's the final insult after what has been a stressful weekend. So not only that, not only do do I look like I have a vagina, I also feel like I'm going bald-er than ever before. My hair is growing, but there's just nothing coming out of certain holes in my head. So it's a big issue. So now I need to just decide, do I take it off or do I keep it? And the more this lockdown goes on, the more there's a voice in my head going, Shave your head, mate. And then the only problem is, is like what they do with the beard. You know, how do I fade the beard into just still being fully a beard, you know, with a shaved head? I don't want to go bald, bald, but like probably like a one or a two. But then I need to fade that in. So that's what's stressing me out because I don't want to shave the head, then have to shave the beard, then just look disgusting. And then I feel even worse in of myself because I already feel bad enough because I don't look like I've got a dick. So if I'm bald with no beard, no dick, I just give up. I'll just go walking into the sea. Maybe now when I'm doing my walk after I finish this podcast, I might just go into the sea. You know, kill a few sea swimmers on the way, but they'll not worry about that. We'll just go straight in, go there, have a good time, and then it's all over. No one can insult me anymore. You know, that's where it's at. On the bright side, at least I'm still dieting and exercising. I'm feeling better in and of myself. So although my uh, confidence and my... Um, you know, belief in my own self as a man is totally diminished and totally destroyed. At least I feel healthier. You know, at least I'm not like super fat, big, lazy, 
knackered bastard like so i'm feeling like i'm dying inside and all mentally at least mentally i'm destroyed physically i'm feeling good because if it was both oh no it's a problem but that's where we're at that's the beauty of having kids you know kids are just little honest pieces of shit that make you feel terrible constantly whether it's through lack of sleep lack of um you know looking after your house that you put loads of effort into into making you're i'm a bloody homemaker and they destroy it and last but not least just insulting you as well and um, so she's she thinks i've got a gray twinkle and also christmas we are reading the book the Grinch that stole Christmas, and we're sitting reading through it. I'm just going, you know, obviously Dr. Zeus is like, the Grinch is green, you have a gene, blah, 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 you know, because he rhymes everything, and we're sitting reading that, and she goes, Daddy, and I went, why is it, why, why are you using this, top? please, no, just keep it, you know, in your head, you're going, just don't say it, because you know when you go, Daddy, it's going to be something insulting, so I said, yes, she goes, Daddy, why have you got a big belly like the Grinch? You motherfucking milk-toothed bastard. Like, what are you? Ooh, and I was like, because the Grinch has two ungrateful daughters that make his life hell. That's why, all right, you fucking dick. And then, to be fair, the Grinch doesn't have anything down there either. He wears clothes in his upper half, but it's just naked down below, so it looks like he's got a green twinkle, but we'll not worry about that. So that's what I've been at, just looking after the kids, being insulted by them, and then... Now I'm going to go for a big long walk, which in my head is going to be great, but, you know, now I think about it, it might take me four hours, might be exhausted, but it is what it is, and we'll we'll have a lot of fun with it, you know, and I'm hoping I hit all my steps, and hope that means I can have a nice big Sunday dinner, and all will be well with the world, you know, that hopefully that's going to be the thing that's going to make me a little bit more cheery, um, (coughs) because it's been, it has been a bit of a, a tough week, and then somebody sent me a message saying that I was being, what was the word they used? That I was ex- excessive. They said I was excessive on my own, my podcast. You're a bit excessive. Listen, if you do not like this, don't listen. This podcast is called the Sly Guy Podcast. So sometimes I may be a bit excessive. Now, was the person that messaged me a sea swimmer? Obviously, because there's nothing better to do, and their brains are probably infected by the the sewage that they're swimming in, saying it's so so salty and so amazing, it's so salty and amazing. Oh, fuck up, you know. So I got that saying you're excessive, and I just wanted to say, you know what? Yes, sometimes this podcast can be a bit excessive. Am I going to apologise for that? No, it's the Sly Guy podcast. That's what I do. It's a comedy podcast. We're having a silly time. We're being a little bit excessive. Yes, is there a degree? of um, performance art yes am I the Michael Stone of podcasts maybe now people are probably going what do you mean about Michael Stone what I will say remember he went up to storm and he tried to get through the door and he got like arm locked by that old woman that was art he said look I wasn't actually going to go and try and kill someone it was a per- I was a performance art piece so me on this podcast I'm a performance artist so here's some performance for you people who think you can message me and say I'm excessive suck my balls and dick have that as a performance piece. Um, and there you have it. And by the way, if you want to crop that particular quote and just, you know, use it for anybody giving you shit in your life, feel free. If your boss and work's giving you some jip, cut that and just send it to them as an email attachment. Have that. That's the message you want. If if your your wife's giving you some jip, your husband's getting in your head, you know, just uh, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, your three-year-old kid's abusing you, just send them a wee 
JPEG of that. Bob's your uncle. Fanny's your aunt. And, and let's just keep riding this excessive train till the wheels fall off, which you know could be any day now because I'm sure there's probably a back catalogue of cancelable comments on this. What a word, cancelable. So there we have it, guys. That's what I've been up to this week. I feel like... um. I feel like I have been chatting an awful lot um, about silliness and I feel like my general mood, it has it, it is a bit lower since I got insulted by my three-year-old but we will get past that and I, I just want to talk a little bit about um, my Patreon as well. We've launched a new Serial Killing a Podcast over there. Now, there's some changes that we actually should have been looking in. I've been trying to make a few changes to Patreon so from this week... If you want to get over to Patreon, you can subscribe to a lower tier for £2. So I'm going to make £2. You can come over there. You can get all the bonus podcast content. You can watch the Serial Killing a podcast, listen to it, whatever, and get a few other extra things. Now, there's still a, a tier above for the, the original Slyhards. That if you want to be one of those guys, it's 450 That's, again, your choice. But I wanted to take a lower tier in to allow more people to get behind it so we can keep expanding the podcast the more people on board the merrier because that's the thing we've got a new mic here got a new arm i want to be um as in for the mic you know but um that's the worst joke ever i'm sorry um but i want to whenever things change a bit is to be able to do the serial killing a podcast with guests in the studio as well so hopefully i can get another mic and everything will be good in the world because that's what i use the patreon for basically is putting back in the the podcast what I feel is necessary to keep it growing anyway. So at the minute, on Patreon, you're going to have the two tiers now. So if you're a pre-existing patron and you want to drop down, no hard feelings. If you're not and you're thinking about it and you thought the 450 was a bit much, you know, obviously you're Trump, that's fine, but you can still get off at the lower rate. It's all good. We all welcome it together. We're a community. We're all teams. Come on in and together. You can get extra bonus podcast every week on video and audio. You get the Sly Guy uh, Serial Killing a Podcast, which is, I don't know why I said Sly Guy there, because it's just Serial Killing a Podcast, which is going to be 12 episodes there over the next 12 weeks. And then there'll be a wee break and then more episodes, depending on how how it's received so so far so good a lot of people have been in touch enjoying the first episode with Shane Todd so this week uh, there's an episode with Kieran Bartlett coming out so what what's not the love what's not the love about that um and that's what we're what we're doing so we're working hard over there we're having a nice time I'm getting ready from a walk it's not all that bad you know things will be okay we'll get there and I just got to get my kids again and they're going to do my head and even more but we'll cope listen it's a it's a pandemic. There's worse things out there, but when the pandemic's over, I forgot to talk about this in the podcast a couple of times, and it it's annoying. But I am doing a brand new show in the famed Ulster Hall on Friday, December seventeenth, twenty twenty one. Tickets to the show are moving well. I'm delighted about it. I want to get the tickets sold out as soon as I can so we can start opening the balcony and then I don't have to talk about it in the podcast every week because there'll be no tickets left. We can just focus on other things. We can all have a real great time on the 17th of December. So the tickets are available on the Ulster Hall website. If you follow me on social media, the links are all over it. So you just go to my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram which on Facebook and Twitter is Dave Elliott Comedy, or no, on Facebook and Instagram, it's Dave Elliott Comedy. On Twitter, it's The Dave Elliott, because Dave Elliott Comedy is too long, a handle apparently for Twitter. What the fuck? So, 
that's where we're at over there. So please get your tickets to that. The show's coming together nicely in terms of writing. It's written in my head. I just need to put it on paper. Test it for length, which is something, again, you guys know I struggle with because I've got a wee man twinkle. So don't worry about that. But the tickets are going well for that, and I'm excited. And just make sure you get yours because, again, I want all the people that listen to this podcast to come because it's going to be a great time. Support's going to be from my little man friend, Aaron Butler. Don't know why I call him a man friend, but I like it. It sounds sexy. It sounds unique. So I'm all for that. And then we can just have a nice time. And as well, if you like the podcast, please rate and review it because and that always helps too. We've got a load of, I think I'm at 183 reviews now. If I could get up to 200, I would maybe do something. You know, if you're the two, right, if you're the 200th person to rate and re, to rate, rate, do a review in the podcast, you'll get a wee something. You know, I don't know why I did that look creepy, but you can enjoy it anyway. Um, speaking of things you can enjoy, you can enjoy the sponsors of the podcast too. Well, and it is brought to you as usual by Bebe Adrianos Mexicanos, Ma- Mexicanos, Mexicanos, who provide good quality food using only the freshest local produce. Everything at Bebe Adrianos and Banger is prepared and cooked from scratch on the premises with burritos, fajitas, salad bowls, and special box meals. There is something for everyone, all healthy. Well, not all healthy, there is healthy options. But it's not all healthy, some of it's fucking filthy, but it's delicious, and that's all that matters during these tough times. Um if you want what I would recommend if I'm going to Bebe Adriano's on a cheat day, because you know I'm a hike guy, I'm a physique, I'm a physique guy and I'm a hike beast, so I'm looking after my body right now. Not my head because it's fucking turned, but apart from that, all good. If you want to um get a cheat day like me, what I have is the dirty cock and cow box, mm, or, I mean it's just beef and a big schlong, no it's actually sweet potato fries, potato fries, Mexican chicken, marinated steak, peppers, onions, dressed lettuce, sweet corn salsa, tomato salsa and a choice of sauce, which for the big man is smoked paprika, why would you try anything else? Um, if you haven't already tried Bebe Adriano's, what are you waiting for? Get their app from the app store and get 10% off your first order, it's that easy. Or if you want to just ring them up and get the wee delivery or takeaway, hit them up on 028-914-7998. That's 028-914-7998. The Slag Eye Podcast is also brought to you in association with Manscaped. Listen, guys, you know what Manscaped is by now. They've been sponsoring the podcast for a long time and they make sure that... My little grey man twinkle is tidy. Look at the lawnmower 3.0, which is the third generation balls trimmer with an LED light so you can see what's going on down there. So if you're like me with a small piece and you can't see what's going on, you need a light to find your dick. It's there. It's great. You trim it right down. It's got a ceramic blade so you don't nick or snag your bag, which nobody wants to do. Nobody wants to give themselves a wee tidy up trim and end up just ripping their scrote to shreds. You know, you don't want to be... Like, you wouldn't let a pit bull lick your balls, would you? Well, maybe some people would. Maybe people would actually, you know, put, put peanut butter on their cock and balls and say they're Rottweiler. Eat me! But I'm not one of those guys. I like to be gentle down there, and I like my razor to be gentle too. Now, I've tried other razors. I've tried Bix. Like, no disrespect to Bix, and don't sue me, but, like, you know one of those orange Bix without any shaving cream once? And, my God, it was a disaster down there. An absolute disaster. It looked like I had got carpet burns on my bag, and nobody needs carpet burns on their bag. But Manscaped, they're really pushing a fresh start in 2021 with a nice shave 
cock and balls and what a better way to just launch into this tough year and just see out the pandemic than just getting your balls and dick shaved real nice and you can get a real total treatment with their perfect package 3.0 which is all the right tools for the job you can come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to lawnmower 3.0 you can also freshen up down there with a crop preserver which is an anti-chaving ball deodorant and also an anti-chafing ball deodorant if you want to be pernickety you can also get um an on-the-go freshness with some crop reviver ball toner spray like why have wrinkles in your balls why have why why do you why like why do people just still in 2021 just walk around with a ball bag it looks like a pensioner's neck you don't want that I, I am going to start getting collagen injections in my balls. Oh, that's right. I don't need collagen injections in my balls because I use the Crop Preserver and I use the Crop Reviver from Manscaped. So guys, if you're looking to just have that party, get the, the perfect package um, 3.0 now. It also comes with super comfortable non-chafing boxers, which I'm wearing right now. I would show you, but I'm feeling really self-conscious about how small my piece is, thanks to a three-year-old. But hey, listen, get on manscaped.com and get 20% off of free shipping when you use the code SLYGUY at checkout. That's all caps, S-L-Y-G-U-Y at manscaped.com. It's 20% off free shipping. Whether it's for yourself, whether it's for your dad, your brother, your uncle, your sister, your mother, your wife, your cousin, just some fucking guy across the street that you might look at and go, you look like you've got too much of a bush there, Mr. Johnson, which is also a name for cock, well, what a creative mind. Get there at Manscaped. Get the ballsiest gift ever. Shave your piece, shave your balls, have the time of your life. Manscaped.com, discount code, all capitals. Sly Guy. The Sly Guy podcast, as always, is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest are an independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers. Brewed and canned at Hollywood County Down, Modest are on a journey with one clear goal in mind. That is to bring exceptional brews to the local craft beer market. Modest aren't here to revolutionise the craft beer movement. Nah, they're just here to add to it with a brand that's joyous, responsible, honest and, of course, Modest. If you're keen to know more, contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Modest Beer or visit www.modestbeer.co.uk to find the nearest stockist. My main man Stevie Nice this week put a wee tweet up. He tried the stout. I recommended it last week. He bought the Modest Stout. He enjoyed it. You know, this is what we're about. He put a tweet out and he was like, listen Dave, I enjoyed this. Modest enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Everyone's enjoying it. So try Modest Beer. You will not be disappointed. If Davey recommends you know it's going to end up well for you. Listen, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be some... What I mean, listen, if you just used all my sponsors at once, what a weekend you'd have. A dirty cock... A clean cock and balls, a dirty cock and cow, and a few modest stouts to wash it down. Bingo. There you go. You're on the winner. You're having a time of your life. That's what it's all about, guys. Speaking of time of your life, let's get into the listeners' questions. Let's tear it up. Dempster has said... All right, Davy boy, a question about Papa Bear himself. How did it come about you first performing stand-up? Kind of want to know how it led to you doing your first stand-up gig in front of an audience and were you not shitting yourself? Cheers. Well, Dempster, I, before I did stand-up, was in a sketch group called FNT Live, which stands for Friday Night Therapy, which is definitely not in any way a rip-off of Saturday Night Live. We'll not go there. Um, and that sort of got me into the comedy, really. I've always kind of enjoyed being... I, here's the thing, I like to make people laugh, I like to contribute to people having a nice time, it gives me a nice feeling inside, it gives me a buzz. So whenever I had the opportunity to join a sketch group, at first it was a bit like, you know, you're, you're probably going, I mean, do I want to do I want to be like one of these wee 
amateur dramatic guys. And at the time, I was like, you know what? We'll give it a go. It looks like a lot of fun. I did. I joined FNT. I've met some friends for life through there. It was great fun. Then I went to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in 2012, maybe. In 2012, I sort of became friends with a few of the like local stand-ups. So, like, the Mickey Bartlett, Shane Talk, uh, Sean Howardy. Um, and it was just really through, through sort of being in that scene, socialising with people, that like I was around stand up more, and then whenever FNT stopped being, because again it wasn't a bad breakup, but there was just too many people in the group by the end, and it just sort of was a bit higgledy piggledy. We all went our own ways, and when that happened, um, you know Shane, Sean, Mickey were like, "You should try stand up," and I was like, eh, "I don't know, you know, I don't know if I'll be be very good at it." But I've always liked it, so I thought, you know what, I'll, I'll give it a go. And let's be fair to me, I did give it a go, and I was holy shit. I was the worst ever, and I don't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. You know, like at the beginning, people were like, "Oh, did you?" No, I, I was shit. And I think why I didn't enjoy it was I knew at the beginning I was shit. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, that do stand up never would would acknowledge that they're shit. You know, like I know certainly at an open mic level, there needs to be something that you can progress or go right. Okay, how am I gonna? get better but if I'm bad you need to be able to go I'm shit it's not for me and I was bad but the thing that I that sort of kept me at it was that it was like I am not doing this right but I know I can do it you know I know what I have to do I just need to think of some bits and then I came up with my first like actual bit and was like ah this is how you write bits then when I did that got big laughs I'm like oh I like this now and I've just been loving it ever since so it's just um it came about basically through, you know, this through not doing sketches anymore. Decided to try stand up, and um, you know, in in the following years, I've got better at it, and I love it. You know, and like especially now during during pandemic and lockdown, that I don't know why I said that weird, but I I miss it. You know, and and I'm excited about the big show I'm doing at the end of the year. I'm buzzing about that because I think each show that I've done has got better and better. And I think this one's going to be better again. So hopefully everybody who hasn't already will get a ticket and we can come and have a really good time because I'm excited um, about doing it. But the very first gig I did, I was shit myself because um, it was in a very small room, probably as small as the dining room doing this podcast in. There was about six pensioners and it was my first gig and it was probably, I think it was like 25 when I did my first gig. So I was like talking about like stuff like face, like Facebook and a bo- like boring, uh, boring stuff. Like who wants to fucking talk about that shit in these day and this day and age? And then when I got there, it was like, oh, there's nobody in this audience who'll be on Facebook. So no one got it. No one liked it. Uh, I didn't get a round of applause. The MC, like maybe clap once at the event. Elliot, leave this town and never come back. But then I, I stuck at it and here we are today. So it's all good. Helen has said, where's the first place you'd like to go for dinner slash drinks when lockdown's over? Ooh. I mean, I'm a big banger fan in terms of places to go to eat and drink. I'm a big fan of Jamaica Inn. Probably if you're combining drinks and dinner, you'd want to go to the Jamaica Inn because the food in there is great and also nice drink as well. So probably there. I like the Esplanade for a drink as well. I haven't eaten there. I'm supposed to eat there on Christmas Eve. Pandemic. Uh, boring. Cancelled. So yeah, it's pro- probably somewhere local. Somewhere local, you know. Um, But yeah, I do like it. I must say, I'm a, I'm a big banger fan. Like, I love living here. It's good. 
um, part of the world. Jack Core has said, any MMA entrance song suggestions? Jack, you look from, from seeing your profile, you look like an MMA guy. You look like, you know, I'd be keen to know what your entrance theme is at the minute. What I would do if I were you would be, you know, obviously MMA is different than wrestling, so don't be offended by this. But in wrestling, they'd look at your name and be like, right, what you should do is, you know, join a state, say your dad's gym from the course. You know, the the guy from the course who's just believes that Donald Trump is like going to cure the world of all paedophilia and whatever. Um, do that and then just come out to the course, you know, just come out to, you know... We are so young now, we are so young, so young. That would startle people, like the people in, in, in the octagon would be like, the fuck's this guy coming out? And then they'd be like, think you're you're a weirdo and just kick her head off. Boom. Feeling that, you want to come out to something hard, some like sepulture or something, just get aggressive. Um, I mean, weird name, believe with all the E's and, E's and V's. I mean, tell us your real name. And I can read it out properly. I said, being asked to slow dance back in the day, that's a um a topic. You know, here's the thing for 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 you as a lady, I think it's probably something that the girls are asked to do more than boys. I mean, I don't recall ever being asked to slow dance because again, I've always been just this big weird looking guy. So I mean, people are probably like. Uh, do you want to like? I, I would ask you to slow dance, but you might stand on my feet, and then I'd end up with seriously damaged metatarsals. It'd be troublesome. So you know you don't want to be, you don't want to be at that. But yeah, slow dancing was something pretty like that was a big deal back in the day at school discos. Slow dances were very important. You know, you got the, it. May, it gave you a lot of anxiety. You'd either go and you'd just balls, get your balls out, not literally but figuratively, and you just go to a girl you fancied and be like. You fuck, and you love it, don't you? And then that's how the slow, the slow dance would happen. Feeling that, you go to the tuck shop and just like buy coke and eat, you know, f- you know, also the the beverage, and um, you know, just eat loads of pick mix and just cry by the lockers. But I mean, that's what what it would would either be. You get the slow dance, or you would um be heartbroken. Con Austin has said, "Have you seen the now viral Paris Zoom meeting that um?" Went into total meltdown. Honestly, the funniest thing I've seen all week. If not, search for no authority, Jackie Weaver. No, I did. I did see that. I saw this uh, Jackie Weaver incident on online, where basically what I think it is is there's some council meeting in England, and Jackie Weaver has for some reason been um, chosen as like the chair to this meeting. Right, she's like the one with the Zoom link, which in these this day and age is a big deal so she is in this she's like checking everybody's you know connected which obviously you see nowadays is you know what zoom meetings are awkward connections are you there are you at all this stupid stuff so people are coming together in this like so and so there yep yep and you just hear someone go fuck's sake which i enjoy in the background now having done that on a call at one point i feel sorry for whoever that guy was a guy was in a call once my screen kept stalling and i went what the fuck is this shit thought I was out of it I wasn't you know and when I leant forward with full face awkward so it already kicks off this one old fuck of a guy starts being like are you the sheriff or something are you are you are you the chairman are you do you have authority to do this 
And this this woman, Jackie Weaver, it's chairing the meeting, was like, oh, well, it's put in place because the you know chairman can't be here. No, no, you're, you're not qualified to do this. She's like, well, you know, the thing about it is I've been asked to do it. Legally, you shouldn't be doing this. And Jackie Weaver's like, look, you know, legally, schmegally, I'm here. I'm following what I've been told to do. Let me be. And he goes, no, this is illegal. Blah, blah. Next thing you know, Lango's dead. People are like, what happened to the chairman? Jackie Weaver's like, he's rude. So fucking took him out of the meeting. Have some of that, you dirty bastard. So then next thing you know, she's like, right, we need to appoint a new chairman. Then some wee weasel guy. Again, weird that he's with another guy. So for backup, he's raging. He's like, I'm the chairman. I'm the I'm the deputy chairman. So if the chairman's not here, I'm the chairman. And she was like, mm. by this point, Jackie Weaver's getting as, as um, <laughs> Stormzy would say, two big funny boots. So... He's going, I'm the chairman, we don't need to elect the chairman. Lango's dead. Jackie Weaver's like, fuck this, you're out too. You know, I may have just been appointed to run this meeting, but again, you can suck the back of them. So out they go. Then everybody else is just starting to give in. Some other guy's like, this is illegal what you're doing. And Jackie's like, fucking gone. Beep, beep. Just t- taken out, you know. Night of the long keyboards for Jackie, just clearing people out, L, R, and C, then once those fucking hateful bastards are gone, the rest of them, like, yeah, can I just apologise to Jackie Weaver, for how those fucking rude bastards were speaking, which is fair, she deserved an apology, and then the meeting carries on, they're like, well done Jackie, and now, now Jackie's popping off, and she's a major celeb, and those guys are probably going to get, um, some sort of action against them, for being fucking hateful bullying, see you next Tuesdays, um, Mark has said, can you name six countries starting with the letter S? Saudi Arabia, South Korea, Scotland, Spain, Serbia and Slovenia. Fuck you. Making reference to my performance on the radio this week. Which, by the way, if you listen to the, the, the ray of lockdown, I got mugged off every week because producer Dan is the producer of Shane's podcast as well as the radio show. And he always gives Shane the answers and... All of a sudden, they're always geared towards stuff he wants to talk about or they've talked about in the podcast. Then whenever I have to answer, I get the two of them. I feel like Jackie Weaver. I get two of those guys ganging up on me going, oh, answer, 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 while Shane's going, oh, you want me to name a country beginning with S, uh, do you? Which is just killing time while he tries to think and it's stupid be fish-like head and why is he got a fish-like head i don't know because it's very thin when you look at this way but it turns out way it's long weird so he gets more time to think and i get pressured and he gets the answers it's bs it's a fix and i'm not having it ask me some actual general knowledge not stupid fixed lists of letters i'm from fucking alphabet guy i'm a, I'm a genius all right so fuck you producer dan shane and also you now too mark um Stephen O'Flynn, Irish League legend, has said, what gives you the best buzz while you're doing a gig slash pod um, and I get tickets to your next outdoor gig? State, absolutely. Next time we can do an outdoor gig, you can because I got one of your old shirts and I love it. Um, what gives me the best buzz? Well, you're probably doing a gig because there's an audience reaction and you're doing a podcast. It can also be a lot of fun, but you don't get that instant feedback that you do from doing a live show so it doesn't have the same buzz about it but i love podcasting too and hopefully it's like the content and this new mic and all goes well and it's you know nicer for people's ears um the sensei said yo beastie just wondering what you feel is the most effective form of contraception condoms the pill or your trail shoes 
<laughs> very funny. My trail shoes are not popular with my wife. But I mean, I think the biggest contraception uh, in the world is get married. Because once you do that, the rest just doesn't happen. It's sweet. You know what I mean? There you go. It's, if you want contraception, get married. You know? Um, so that would be my recommendation. But other than that, I wouldn't be one to... Uh, be given advice on that topic as I have one bastard child so I mean you know <laughs> I'm not the authority on that really so uh you know there you have it but thanks for the question and listen and getting the trail shoes on about half an hour here hitting the coast and going to collect the children so I'm excited about that um we Jimmy will you please redo Nordy Shore rat um I don't know I am not against the idea of doing something about that but I don't think everybody else involved would do it, so probably not. And again, I don't think I would want to wear the fake tan anymore. I'm too bald to stick my hair back. So, I mean, maybe something could be done down the line at some point, I guess, you know. Um, Alex said, have you seen the Paddy Raff show? And if so, what's your opinion on it? Um, I mean, I would, I would, I have been told a couple of things growing up. By, by my like my family you know by bits of advice here bits of advice there my granny would would she was she was the wise the wise older head of my family and my granny had two pieces of advice that she would um say the first piece of advice was it's not the size it's the weight ramen at home that counts and second was if you've got nothing nice to say don't say anything at all Phyllis said, what do you reckon about Steven Seagal shooting himself in the foot again and promoting a massive crypto scam? The man is a walking meme. Um, well, listen, more more you than me for saying Steven Seagal is a walking meme, Phil, because Steven Seagal would kill us both. He is the world's most dangerous man. Now, people are probably going, no, don't be silly. Steven Seagal is just a guy with really shit hair. No, he is a human weapon. If you have like if you have Steven Seagal on your team, you do not need nuclear weapons because Steven Seagal is a weapon. I don't know what he's done. Let me read it. Um oh no. Three people have been charged in the US over crypto concurrency scams, one of which was promoted by famous Hollywood actor Steven Seagal. Oh no, he's been mugged. The main promoter of the schemes has already been arrested and is facing criminal charges. Um Let's see what Seagal's done here. Um, yeah, the B the B two G token was offering offering was also promoted by famous actor Steven Seagal in February twenty twenty. Um, the SEC charged Seagal with unlawfully touting B two G tokens, alleging that the actor failed to disclose that he was promised two hundred fifty thousand dollars in cash and seven hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of B two G tokens in exchange for his promotions. Seagal subsequently settled the charges. Listen. Seagal's just been done there. They've basically gone, listen, Stephen, would you take a mill? And he's gone, aye, what do you want me to do? Anything. But Stephen Seagal is the number one martial artist in the world. He's the number one um, hair transplant guy in the world. He's the number one actor in the world. He's also, um, you know, the number one policeman. He's a lawman. So, I mean, I'm not fucking with Seagal. Big respect for him. I know he's maybe not having the best time of it of late. And maybe that's why he's had to take... You know, a mill, now a mill to me would be a big lot of money, but the Seagal, you know, probably not. Um, so, you know, respect that he's done that. Respect to the man in the ice cream van. What a guy. 
Um, and again, Stephen, if you want to come to the podcast, you are more than welcome. Um, speaking of the podcast, guys, that's it. We're all done for the day. So just important, you know, don't let your three-year-old bully you. It's um, Sly. And also, um, don't let Stephen Seagal promote your business because guy's fucking idiot. But, yep, if you haven't already, please subscribe to my Patreon. There's a new tier now, so it's a bit cheaper. So if you want to get in, get to see all the bonus podcast content, there's now 51 episodes of the podcast over there. We've got um, bonus stuff to look at too, as well as the new series, The Serial Killing of Podcast. So there's lots to see. Come on over, join the community, and we'll have a nice time. And also, more importantly, buy tickets to the show in the Ulster Hall. They're going like hotcakes. People are loving it. There'll be no lockdown by then. We'll have a wonderful time. So go on the Ulster Hall website or Ticketmaster and get your tickets there. And also just follow me on social media because all the links are there. So there we go. That's that for this week. I'll see you next week, guys. Take care of yourself. Bye. I'm the slack guy.